Like a little cheesy fart. Why? Why? Cheat? The descriptor I am not so comfortable with. I'm not comfortable with that description. Of all of the scents you could have picked. All of the scents? As in Did scent. I say anything about a scent? You said cheesy. Could have been texture? Uh, mm. <laughs> anyway, let's stop that now. <coughs> stop that. Stop that. Stop that. I need a pig here. Are you done faffing yet? I'm gonna get my nuts. Your nuts? Nuts. <laughs> I'm gonna get my nuts out. Oh no. Uh, not uh, here. No. It's not the right time. Not in my sister's bedroom, thank you very much. Good oh. lord. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> You reveal your nuts, Ronald Weasley. I don't have that. I don't know. No. (laughs) No, it's not happening tonight. I've decided. (laughs) Imagine. The thing is, I've always wondered about this with Hogwarts. Is the amount of... The amount of stuff that must happen... Mm -hmm. When you think about Hogwarts as an establishment... And, like, the shenanigans that must go on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, So you're telling me that no one got a howler from the clinic. <laughs> oh, no. No, the clinic wouldn't... The, clin- the clinic wouldn't send you a howler. Of course not. There's your much more discreet. Your parents might be if they received mm, your okay. note. Yeah. And if they received like, your note. Ronald Weasley, how dare you catch chlamydia? Oh, my word. <laughs> Poor Molly. Poor Molly. <laughs> Why would that be said to Ron? Because <laughs> Hermione's a daddy hole. Oh. Any Hermione's out there? I do apologise. No, you don't. No, I don't. No, you don't mean that. No. You don't uh, mean anyway, that how have you been? It's been a long old while since uh, we got together. It's been a while. And whose fault's that? Mine. Mm-hmm. It's 100% yeah. my fault. Mm. The last podcast was published in the middle of April and we are now approaching the middle of May. So we're on track then. Mm. Consistency. It's around, yeah. Consistency. I'm in the mood where I want to make everything a song. So, um, yeah, I'm here for it. Oh, have we hit that mid-season point where you do the musical episode? Because you know how I feel about that. And I'm free, free for... We're going to go... No. You see, that's that's not a musical. That's just... The window is open, so is that door. I didn't know they did that anymore. Who knew we had a thousand salad plates? Have you also noticed, I, I can't remember where I'd read this, but someone had said, do you notice how she didn't acknowledge that there was anyone in the castle at any point and she lived on, and she is surrounded by servants, which means she didn't acknowledge the work as people. No, because she's a dirty capitalist. Hmm. I mean, I was going to go for a different mm-hmm. avenue, but I'm going to stop there because I will end up getting censored mm, again. Yep, and uh, you know how good I am at that now. <laughs> no mm. one suspects a thing. Everybody knows Octodad. <laughs> Nobody suspects a thing. Octodad. See, I feel like this is more... He's got a good thing going. I don't think we'd end up with a musical episode. I think we would just end up with... 
ADHD. Like, <laughs> I'm already three quarters there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but more of a karaoke. Do you think? Hmm. Maybe one episode we just get blind drunk and just do. I do think we need to we need to incorporate alcohol into this at some point. Singing bits of a soundtrack or bits from a film, and then trying to work out the drunken singing ramblings. Oh my god, I'm so down for that. Actually, yeah. Um, this if is you the would only... like that episode as well, um, listen to this episode because we'll see it because it's very easy. <laughs> uh, I think you'll find that we have to judge our metrics and performance based on the outcomes and outputs of the. We just lost ninety percent of the people listening to this episode while you were doing that. But we also picked up another ten people in the corporate world. It was like, mm, yes, mm, indeed, mm, yes. Okay. Mm. Well, I'll take your word for it now. You're a corporate boy. Corporate but anyway, boy. Anyway, how have you been for a month? Why are you saying like that? <laughs> Look, all right. <laughs> I'm the problem. I know. As Taylor Swift said, sing it. Sing it. Sing it. I won't. Sing it right fucking hell. But I was at the shops the other day. And you know how some places get around the whole PRS license by having really off-brand cover versions of songs? Yes, like teen pop versions. Yeah, I can't... It was something like The Range or B&M or Asda, <laughs> somewhere like that. And I was wandering around and I just stopped. And Amy looked around at me and was like, is that... Yep. Was it Taylor Swift? Yeah. What was What song was it? It was the It's Me, I'm the Problem. Oh, it was, anti, it was anti... It was Asda. Are you going to sing it? No. Why not? Because I only know the, hello, it's me, I'm the problem. You even got that wrong. Well, this is the thing. I'd never actually heard the song, but I heard the line, and I was like, You have you know never this. heard the song? No. Oh my God. You're my best friend, and you know why I'm Queen Swifty, and you have not listened to that song. You have. Because I've... I, mm. I don't think you have. I, don't I think burnt the vinyl it. out of that album. <laughs> like... Mm-mm. Also, she's just an piracy. She's just the. Uh, you wouldn't steal a car, Matt. But I would steal a Taylor Swift. But that, vinyl. But that's, <laughs> but that's because she stole her own stuff back. So there's a bit of chaotic good. Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah, interesting. But she also just released the new Taylor's version of Speak Now. So I ordered two vinyls. <laughs> oh God. I only have one record player. <laughs> So you're going to buy a second vinyl player to play in no, one of them ultra stereo. No, no, one of them is my sister's. It's fine. Oh, getting the timing sorted on that. It'd be... No, but anyway, splitting one left and then... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Seven minutes in, on brand. Yeah, but a good three minutes of that is going to be cut from your, your comments about flatulence. No. Oh, so you won't censor yourself. <laughs> There's nothing to be censored but about that. But when I say... <laughs> when you're talking about Walt Disney... <laughs> When I'm talking about mm. cheese farts, mm. very different things. Mm. Yes. You Mine can't has like more you... substantial evidence. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> the difference is, I don't want substantial evidence from your claim. Mm. Well, you might just get it. Anyway, That's on that bombshell, uh, <laughs> welcome to... to... <laughs> it's, time to... it's time to go, bye. Um, no, welcome to Insert Plot Here, the insanely inconsistent podcast... Um, we're sorry about that. Would you classify the inconsistency as a consistency, though? Well, see, this is the thing. I was so Grace Helbig does it. Grace Helbig's YouTube channel. Her tagline is now consistently inconsistent. I so feel she's like we got did that it first. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> she did it. She did it in the gap between our last podcast because 
someone doesn't turn up. Which means I'm more consistently inconsistent than she is. Mm, it's true. You are more inconsistent. I'm just gaslighting the hell out of you tonight. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. We live. We move. I love you. Anyway, welcome to uh, Insert Plot Here. Um, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming this evening after two months <laughs> to release two episodes that were recorded in one 90-minute period. Not being funny, actually, but the last delay wasn't because of me. Why? Because you said, I'm going to do the editing tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's true. That is true. How you like me now? Yeah, but you still didn't come round to record any other material, <laughs> did you? Meh. Meh. Anyway, right, we're just having an old mother's argument now, but we'll take welcome this offline. Back. We'll take this offline. <laughs> I'll uh, set up a Teams meeting with you. Oh, no, you use Teams, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, we're very modern. We use Slack as a startup. Mm. 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 I heard someone say, let's take this offline in an in-person meeting the other day. Oh, yeah, we do that all the time at work. Yeah. I, no. Yeah, no. Our VP in QBR's like, oh my god, no, I'm <laughs> rambling now. Stop it. Anyway, um, <laughs> welcome back to Triggered. welcome back to Insert Plot here. I've said that three times now. Um, we're back to our regular scheduled program programming after a little break to release two very poorly performing episodes. David, as in my mother's husband, mm-hmm. blanked out, and I said there was some of our funniest material in that in those episodes because he's a Trekkie. Well, no. No, no, he's more Star Wars. He's, mm, he doesn't care about Star Trek, it's Star Wars. Like, you should look at the office in their house, it's plastered with Star Wars. He's a really good person to buy for, though, because you just buy him something with Darth Vader on it and you're done. Sorry, David. <laughs> um, <laughs> Taking him to the library. I know, I know you're going to be listening to this. But anyway, um, yeah, it's been a little while, but Dave said that he didn't enjoy those last two episodes because he fell asleep during June and I didn't talk to him for two hours. No, that's also a joke. But... Yes, we're back with our regularly scheduled plot unquote this evening. I've rambled a lot, um, but it's fine. There are two things that I wanted to bring your attention to, though, before yes, we kick off. Yes, you alluded to this. <coughs> you alluded. Sorry, a little cough there that I'm now not going to be able to edit out because I didn't give enough break. But there are two TV shows hmm. that I have... I think I know where this is going, or at least one of them. Well, I binge-watched Heroes. Heroes? No. No? Halo. I was going to say... <laughs> I also binge watched Heroes, but that was about ten years ago. Um, Great ha- show, Halo. Yes. Um, I have not played the games, so I loved it. So we're on the flip side here because I've played the games and not seen the show yes. yet. Yes. Um, I thought there could have been because I know the kind of premise of the show. Right, you've got the two fighting sides of the war. One of them is human, and then there is this Halo which is a weapon of some kind that wipes out life or starts life or something like that. The Covenant. Yeah, but they're they're also... They're the other side of the war, right? The Halo was made by ancient people millions and millions of years ago. Mm. Both the Covenant and the humans are trying to fight for this Halo thing. So in the TV show, they didn't introduce the concept of the Halo until, like, the last episode. And the main villain is a doctor. I'm sure she's in the game as well. The only person I could think of when I looked at her was Kate Winslet in Divergent. <laughs> Literally, almost the same character. Almost, almost the same character. They look very similar. Their mannerisms are similar. It's very interesting, but very definitely worth a watch, even if you haven't played the games like I haven't. I, they're queued up on my Xbox. I will play them, but it's worth doing. 
Okay. At least until number three. I oh, see. Interesting. I've heard conflicting points on that as well. Mm. Someone told me to skip one and two. <gasps> Who? Just someone at work. Mm. <laughs> oh, is that not allowed? How else do you establish the, the this whole is the point. premise? My whole thing as a as like a technology nerd is I want to know about the technology. But anyway, so that was the first thing I wanted to, to talk about. Um, also, did you see Children of Gods? Not Children of Gods. Oh, it was an Amazon Prime thing about gods. Oh, American Gods? American Gods. Uh, American Gods is very good. Did you see... You Remember the guy who played the leprechaun? Not to any detail, no. Um, Pablo Schreiber. Yeah, I... He yeah. plays Master Chief. Yes. I didn't think in the Halo games he ever took his helmet off. But in the TV show, he took everything off. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just a little warning out there. Um, anyway, second thing I want to bring your attention to is there's a new Apple TV series out at the moment called Silo. I've seen a lot of buzz about this, mm-hmm. especially after you had mentioned it. It was like whatever algorithm exists out there is directly linked to our conversations and or your brain. Yep. I am. I am Siri. You don't sound... <laughs> That sounded like Alexa when you tell it to shut up. It goes, <laughs> yeah. She goes, Doo-doo. or in my case, okay. I snoozed your alarm for the fifteenth time. <laughs> or if you get too aggressive, it goes, it just and ignores you. <laughs> just Another. ignores you for sixty seconds, almost as if to say, "Have you calmed down now?" Yeah, exactly. Mm. It is is for me specifically. It's calling me out. It's saying, "Calm down. You're okay. I'm not real." Um, but anyway, Silo. I think you'd be into it because you like fallout Mm. so the premise of it without giving too much away Mm. there is the story takes place inside a silo so like a nuclear weapon silo that's been dug or converted to support human life in the event of an apocalypse right so and the story follows the people inside this silo but no one remembers why they're there because all of the records have been wiped. So this is like equilibrium about the whole thing about hidden and secret art mm. and things aren't allowed to exist anymore. Yeah, kind of. So they like wipe all the records so they only have the last 150 years of history. Um but very good, very entertaining. It's an Apple. It's on Apple TV. So production value very high. Very for, high. For podcast listeners, Matt's hand is Touching the ceiling. Yes. Um, it's for podcast listeners, because there is no other way. What are you doing on your goddamn phone? Sorting my notes out ready. Oh, my God. I'm being organised. This is why I've been talking... Because you told me off for having paper. This is... I've been... I've been talking incessantly at this microphone for the last ten minutes, because Jake has just been on his phone. Honestly, it's like me <laughs> in my meetings with customers. <laughs> and I'm there scrolling. Just... So, Silo, very good watch. There's only two episodes out at the moment. They released the first two in the same day. Oh, they're doing the whole slow drip kind of thing. But it does have Lady Jessica from June. I noticed. Mm -hmm. I noticed in the trailer as well. Yes, yes. Um, So, definitely one to watch. I'm also reading the book because it's based on a self-published series of like... Yeah, kind of popped, not popped up out of nowhere, but it's... Yeah. 
But Almost like The Witcher, where, oh, we found this random-ass book. Let's go make a whole franchise out of it. Well, apparently, I was doing some research on it, and it was like it was planned and stuff by another by a studio and then it was bought by apple a couple like a year ago and they've been work they're now working on season two um but the book is originally called wool 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 as in the material yep right and there's a very specific reason for that which you'll see in episode one or two well, i can't remember but um the book the first book is like a collection of short stories like essays that have been rolled into one book and then he carried on the story so there's the original trilogy um that takes you through but i haven't been able to put it down Mm. yeah which is interesting for me because it took me about three months to get through june yeah because june is a very tough read the movie says quite dense of, oh, it's in very, regards to information. You need to fill in a lot of blanks in mm. June, especially if you don't really know the story. But I haven't been able to put this down. And so I'm, I will probably get through the book before Friday, which is when episode three comes out. So I'll have the, the, the direct of, comparison. Yeah. You see, this is the one thing I've always struggled with. Things that have come from books, you know, I struggle to read. It's because but, you have no imagination. No, it's because I have a very smooth brain. <laughs> Lack of crenulations there. Okay. God. Just <laughs> across the surface. But the thing for me that I always tend to find is whenever I watch something or whenever I'm... Whether it's in, not engaging with it, but I hear a lot of times when things are based from books or this or that and someone says... Oh, but it's missing this. Oh, but it's mi-. like you just said with the Halo stuff. It's, you've not played the games, but you've watched the series, and you thought, "Oh, this is excellent." Mm. Whereas the 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 diehard core lore followers, oh, Master Chief's like Doom never takes his helmet off, and it's like, well, okay, so you're gonna have an entire series based on a guy the way you never see his face, where he's just laying in bed in a full blown armor suit and just laying there. Well, that's like, kind of what I was. That's kind of what I was picturing when I. Watch the series, but anyway, watch the Halo thing. It's on mm. Paramount Plus. You've got my login now because Amy stopped me from streaming the last episode <laughs> the other day because it gave you my login, and then it was like, "Oh no, you're streaming too many things at once." And I was, was like, "You're streaming one thing." Yeah, I know, but uh, clearly it's a one thing at a time kind of deal. Then, because I was like, um, "I'm sorry, I'm this sorry. may have been I'm a sorry, forgotten now. <laughs> this may have been a forgotten subscription, but it's still my it's subscription." Still my- <laughs> But yeah, totally worth a watch. And Silo as well. If you still, if you're still milking that free trial mm-hmm. on Apple TV, try. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely worth it. I think. I think it's going to go places. But then also rewatch Foundation and actually pay attention to it. Yeah, this is one you need to need do. To. You need to do that. Anyway, um, let's move on to our first segment because I'm conscious that we're 20 minutes in <laughs> again. Um, so this is. Don't quote me on it. Yeah, I you almost got said it. the second bit first. You got it eventually. <laughs> so, I mm, this could either be very easy and unravelled quite quickly. June, no. <laughs> or oh, there's only about four lines spoken in June, so it'd be really easy to pull a quote from it. Contrabar. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kinder Bueno. Sound effects. (laughs) Or it's going to be incredibly difficult because of the sheer lack of context. But there is enough of a pop culture reference in here 
where you should get it fairly quickly. Okay. And I'm not going to get it, and I'm going to infuriate the three listeners that we have. You ready? Yep. Groovy. Austin Powers. No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's groovy, baby. Okay. Groovy. Groovy. Oh, for fuck's sake. And again, I've removed all context. Why have you removed all context? Well, one, there isn't context, and two, it's the way that it's delivered would give it away if oh, you knew not, it. it's not about what they said, it's how they said it. Okay, it, it so really is. I'm going to need more context here. So, uh, what kind of film is it? This would sit on brand with me picking horror films. Okay. Hereditary. No. Oh. Uh, this also was... An original horror in 1981. Psycho. No, that's earlier because that's Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I watch films. Um, and then from there, there was a second one. Actually, no, I think you're fine. I read books now. Oh, sorry. I'm Mr. <laughs> Learned. I wear glasses and look at Papia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me. I've devolved away from screens. I do too much tech and now I need paper. I think you'll find it's evolved. Oh, that was a bit breathy. <laughs> um, anyway, right. So I've consumed so much technology that I need the corpses of plants to read upon now. I do. You the know, back to scriptures. nature. Touch the grass and all that jazz. Carry on. I need some context. So there was uh, the original. There was a second one. There was a third and then it started to spin off into more of a horror comedy. There was a series and there has been... Scream. No, you're getting closer to the ballpark, though. And then there was a remake of the original. Scream. And there has been a new one of it recently. Scream. No. <laughs> you can't just keep saying, oh, Matt, you know what? Scream. Since you said it four times, you're right. Every single thing that you said to describe it was Scream. There was Unless a series Final of Destination. Scream, but there, were, there are now six original films. Final Destination. No. What the... L okay, I need more context. Who's in it? Um, <laughs> the name's escaped. I literally just looked at him. He's on the phone again. Yep. This is irritating because I know the name. Robert De Niro. No, 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 no. Um, Jack Black. Bruce Campbell. Don't know who that is. Um, okay, it's technically a possession... Oh, um, oh. The Exorcist. Oh, no. The Exorcism uh, of Emily Rose. No, move away from the franchise. <laughs> Fuck. Um, this is based upon a book. Ah, you're a reader now. Yeah, you but that read. doesn't count books in the 80s. <laughs> you read. No, 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 no. The, the crux, the main point of possession in the film is a book. What? Huh? So the thing that causes the, the problem. Harry Potter and the something or something. <laughs> Harry Potter and that problematic book that was written in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and Jake's opinion of Disney. <laughs> Parentheses, problematic. <laughs> I don't know what you want expected from that. <coughs> okay, right. So it's a, a, pos a possession of a book or as a book the from... Bo is it Christianity? No. Oh. The reading or interaction with the book is what starts the possession. Is it Hocus Pocus? No. <laughs> this is not family friendly. 
Oh. Okay, I need more. I need more. Uh, okay. Um, you can't just give me... The quote is literally one word. The plot itself revolves around... It's very Cabin in the Woods to begin with. Um, Blair Witch Project. No, too modern. Um, Blair Witch Project's 90s. Oh, okay. Uh, the book itself is made from um, human skin. The Hocus necrom- Pocus? No! <laughs> the Necronomicon. The Necronomicon. That's the one. Okay. You can quote me the exact word in and how to say it, but you don't know the film it's attached to. Then, um, yeah, I don't know. Right, continue. Uh, it, Have I seen it? I'd like to think so, but I've said this before. <laughs> okay. It's a bit wheezy there. I kind of uh, enjoyed it. There was a new version, or well, not a new version, but a continuation of it that came out this year. I went and saw it a month ago. What the fuck? I showed you the trailer and you went, oh, that looks so good. Oh, fuck's sake. Okay, so this is just going to show that nothing you says goes in to my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Okay. I might be inconsistent, but I listen. <laughs> <laughs> you might be inconsistent, but at least you're not a dick. <laughs> right, I'm going to need uh, another clue. Or just oh. tell me. The trailer I showed you, um, she... One of the characters whacks the other one with a box grater in the back of the leg. Uh, what? That sounds gross. Yeah, and that you even made that same face of. Uh, oh. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I think I remember the trailer now. Uh, Don't yeah, remember yeah. what film it is. The kids oh. looking through the spy hole in the oh, door. Oh, is it the one where the mum goes? I yeah. really want to see it. Yeah. Right. What is it? Am I gonna have to give it to you? Yeah. Evil Dead. Oh fuck's sake. The other clue I was going to give you about Bruce Campbell having his arm lopped off and replacing it with a chainsaw, but I don't think that would have helped. Oh, no, that would have helped. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> As if it would. I really want to do Zombievers as one of the plots. Oh, my God, I love that film. <laughs> Sorry, there is nothing finer than seeing a beaver jump up through the wooden floor and bite someone's nads off. Yeah, see, this is where I got the... This is what led me to it. Chainsaw. You said scream four times. Scream. <laughs> Jake, this is the thing. All of the descriptions that you said described perfectly like three franchises. Perfectly. I mean, close. I do, like <laughs> about a book bound in human flesh. That's not Hocus Pocus. Is that in screen? Is that in Hocus Pocus? Yes. Yeah, but I would have said witches. When she goes, oh book. <laughs> it's the book with the eyes made of made of human flesh. Anyway. Anyway. Now I'm sad. <laughs> I do want to go and see that film though. It's great. I mean, it's on the nose horror one oh one. Have you seen it? Yes. You arsehole. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Fuck you. You've seen films without me. Don't go out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> the only films I see without you are illegally download. <laughs> that was a joke. I don't do that. Would you steal a purse? No. Would you steal a car? Mm, no. Would you steal a DVD? <laughs> Do you not remember that advert? Yeah. With the really uh, apparently fun tidbit about that advert, they stopped using it because you know the song in the background. Do 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 do. Was it pirated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have rights or access to use it, so they pirated the song in the piracy <gasps> advert. Oh, sometimes karma the just meta. sometimes karma just comes and kisses you on the forehead. 
uh, okay. Well, now I'm sad. Um, so move on to the second part where I have actually showed more promise historically with your plot. This have I seen true. this one? I if you haven't, we have a problem. Oh. Okay. 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 Because oh. you've now so introduction to the second part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Go on. You can do it. Poorly written plot. Still need to do that musical intro. All all of the musical intros. I mean, what was that really janky film that we watched on Amazon once that was very much akin to a very bad porno but wasn't? It was like Spaceballs in Space or something. Oh, yeah. So if you've seen that and you haven't seen this, we have a problem. Because that was okay. a good hour and a half that I will never get back. I don't think we. I don't think we. We didn't make it fast. We didn't make it through the first like forty minutes. I forty minutes, like ten minutes. I would say we stopped that. I don't know. Did we? Oh, okay. Anyway, that's we'll take that offline. <laughs> okay, so the notes that I have written here were a screen grab from when I started it on your iPad, and to make sure that you didn't get any clues, one I deleted it, and two I named it Plotty McPlot Plot. <laughs> Okay, just so I haven't I haven't been onto words since. So just so you wouldn't fine. have come across it. So here we go. Okay, this one's a relatively short one because there's not really much to work with with the plot. <laughs> However, okay, I tried. <laughs> okay, because it's dumb as hell. <laughs> oh God. Okay, let's go. In the not do. <laughs> I'm going to read this one in Morse code. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. In the not-so-distant future, mankind as a whole has made leaps and bounds in technological developments. Idiocracy. No. Oh, fuck. That have allowed us to make remarkable discoveries. Okay. The only issue is, it is not only us who evolved. Space rats. Space rats. Space rats. Okay. That's right, rats. Ratus Norvedicus. <laughs> That's right. I looked up the Latin to make a point. <laughs> You're not paid enough for this podcast. <laughs> I'm not paid. <laughs> Ratus Norvedicus. was perfect. Our small quadrupedal sentient neighbours had also riven to, risen. I can't read. <laughs> had also risen to the giddy heights of space travel and other technological wonders. During the time of space exploration... Many battles had ensued, leaving a rift between us and them. For the most part, though, the rats had kept to their own planets, and both sides kind of stayed out of the way of each other. Until now. Okay. Is that it? Have you guessed they're not rats? <laughs> I was like, are they apes? Is it the... Is it... Nope. The, the, the jungle one? The jungle one? Yeah. Is it where they make the... Gen- I can't remember what it's called. King Kong. King Kong? The king... That has the jungle <laughs> and an ape. <laughs> yeah, and then they make him super intelligent. I think he kind of... I don't know whether King Kong actually naturally exists. What? Well, I know. I'm thinking of... I'm is thinking King Kong of, a kaiju? <clears throat> What's a kaiju? Well, I mean, he did fight Godzilla, who's a kaiju. Oh, yes. Okay, got you. No, it's not King Kong I'm thinking of. Planet of the Apes. That's what I'm thinking of. I really want to see a mash of those two films. <laughs> King. Planet of the King Kong. Get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. And he cuts to Godzilla. <laughs> Just lasers him. Okay. Anyway. Carry on. Back on Earth, however, 
It has become the norm to prove yourself as a young adult by joining the cause of defending your home planet and joining, we'll call it, the Space Protection Force. You have to earn your stripes and prepare to patrol the space area around our local planet and beyond to protect us from any threat that could possibly arise. Or so that's what they at least tell you in space camp. A young group of friends decide to join the cause on a whim. Some for honest reasons, some for noble, and others because they really don't have a choice, simply because they are, well, simply put, too dumb, really, to be trusted with anything else other than just being essentially cannon fodder in war. None of them are really prepared for the battle that will essentially meet them in the future, and will have to get themselves ready pretty quickly. What lies beyond the border of the immediate surroundings of outer space will soon reveal itself. The rats. <laughs> space rats. Ratus Norvegicus. Norvegicus? I, I'm probably mispronouncing that. I don't know Latin. No one does. It's dead. Never. <laughs> the rats were at ends with the humans. They were taking up all the room in the immediate solar system, using up all the resources and generally just making the whole thing about themselves as, you know, mankind tends to lean towards. They weren't the only ones in the galaxy with big plans, you know. No, no, no. The rats had decided in secret they were going to be claiming it all for themselves and taking their rightful place as leaders within the galaxy. A full frontal assault on the planet would be just the plan to succeed by destroying a vast amount of the human military base and bring all advanced technology they had developed essentially over the years, isolated in space, to the war. Okay. <laughs> I told you this film is whack when you strip it back. <laughs> it's whack when you strip it back. <laughs> the initial wave of attacks were devastating, and the rats were getting the best, uh, best of the humans, running amok and destroying everything in their path. Thousands laid slain, and many of the young recruits we initially heard about were taken out in the surprise attacks. Scarily organised as well. Chappy? No, we've done that one. <laughs> oh. Not even the generals could figure it out and defend Earth from what was essentially, at this point, an onslaught. They were even caught by taking the remnants of humans and using them in weird experiments, believed essentially to try and gain secrets from mankind. The rats, that is. The rats. The rats. Okay, fun. And this is where it goes into the landscape, because I made scribblings. <laughs> the remaining troops a part of the young initiatives that, uh, that we heard of earlier, discovered that this strange experiment um, and the rationale behind it, essentially, the rats being sent in had figured out that they could use human minds to essentially find out knowledge and plans of what they had. So, with that in mind, though, if the rats could use that, then surely the relats... The, the relats. The relats. I am shrunken out. Don't do it <laughs> when you want to get... <laughs> <laughs> the rats were essentially having to use telekinesis or telepathy or something they must be using some sort of brain technology if they were looking to find information from the humans are they dolphins no it's not <laughs> it's not what you think it is oh. they're mice, we've already done that not one. rats <laughs> so they decided to try and figure this out and turn the tides and finally figure out how the rats communicated and break that and if they could do that 
they could push back and fight. And they did. After this discovery, and they figured out, essentially, from one of their injured soldiers that had miraculously survived an attack, they pieced the puzzle together and begin the fight back against the rats and essentially push them back and defend the earth for good. Or so it seems. I mean, my complete failure on being able to read maybe didn't help that. It's interesting because um, I really don't feel like I'm any the wiser after that. I may have gone down the rabbit hole too hard then. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Did it have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it by any chance? No. Okay. Uh, what are the rats? Are they robots? No. Are they some kind of animal on Earth? No. They're aliens? Yes. Right. So they're not from Earth? No. Uh, okay, so I can almost see it in my head. They did so... They did. There's a plot of this on like... Right, so we're basically sharing the planet with aliens at this point, and they try and take over. We are sharing... Independence Day. No. We are sharing the solar system. We're sharing the solar system. And... So where are they? On another planet. In the solar system. I think, yes. Okay. Essentially, us over here, the rats over here, the rats decided they wanted... Us. Is it a TV show? No. I think this it's was a, a film. This was a one and done film. Okay. I don't have the exact dates because I was looking it up on my phone and it's just died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying by the seat of my pants and hence why Give I... it here. This is why I write on paper because I can't manage. Oh, no. Um, I believe this was either late 80s or early 90s. It was a one and done. I There may have been a second one. But the first one wasn't great. It's renowned for being good bad. Good bad. As in, it's not that great really, but... Who's in it? No one of any major recognition off the top of my dome. Because I'm feeling like it's got the General O'Neill from the Stargate film in it. It like, could well in, do. <laughs> in my head. It could well do. Kurt Russell. I feel like it's got Kurt Russell in it. Like what I'm what I'm seeing in my head is Kurt Russell. It would fit that kind of vibe. It feels <laughs> if like it's a not Kurt him, Russell. there would be a B roll version of him. It kind of fits the Sharknado territory of right, films. Okay. Okay, fine. Fine. fine Where fine, he knows fine. what it is. Okay, so we're sharing this Is it first contact? No. Damn it. It's it's technically a sci fi. Oh, no, it's not horror. It's a sci-fi war film? Oh, yeah, but, so like the whole of not, the Stargate series. But not serious enough to count it as a war film. I don't think I've seen it. So what do you think the rats are? Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Martians. Or we would I'm call gonna, them Martians. I'm going to give you a clue. Right. Bugs. Bugs. Evolution. No. Oh. That would have been a good one, though. <laughs> Men in Black? No. Fits the same vibe. <laughs> Think a bit earlier. Boys in Black? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. There's a meme of it where I'll, I'm doing my part. And they're in military gear. No. 
It's not going in. And the bugs invade. Bugs life. Ants. Think think tremors, but more space. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's a it's a terrible film, and I might be the only one remembering it fondly. <laughs> This could be a very small pocket that I live in, and I'm just having main character this syndrome. This is very niche I, for you. I just assume everyone else does this. Usually, usually it's me that. Oh, I went B-roll. Usually, it's me that enjoys the film that everyone else thought was shit. But today, you have upped your game. Mm. I mean, it is very poorly written, so I would be surprised if anyone. Gets it doesn't one. sound like it. I'd watch the hell out of that <laughs> if I haven't already. I probably have, to be fair. But okay. I'm just wondering how what other clues you can give me. So they're bugs. What do you mean bugs? Like big, long, In, independent. No, I've said insecty kind of. You've got Tom Cruise. No. Damn it. Oh fuck! What is that film? Cloverfield. No. How far in the future is it? No, Cloverfield is like two thousands. I think I think major space travel has been established. Okay. But I don't think it's explored in any great detail. And again, where I've chopped down the plot, there may be extra details where the planets may have been further away. But I kind of just smushed it together. What planet are they from? The bugs. Yeah. There is a name, but I couldn't tell you. So they're not from our solar system then? It's it's a f- I don't know if it's a fictional solar system. Again, I I went based on pure memory on this. Oh, so they may not even be, or they may not even be on Earth. The humans may they, not even be on Earth. Earth-like. <laughs> it's not important right now. Okay. I'm digging myself out of this hole. <laughs> I would dig myself out of this hole, climb that hill, and then die on it. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Uh, are there any more clues you can give me? Who's in it? Is there anyone you remember in it? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you started this so off the saying... So bun- the bunch of young recruits, they go and get a tattoo and there's a bit in there where they throw like alcohol on it and they're all geared up and they're all knuckleheads ready for war and they all get sent off to go and deal with the bugs and it all goes sideways. <laughs> I sound like I have had too much Benadryl and I'm having a fever dream. <laughs> this is, this I really is a fever hope dream. This is definitely a real film I've checked. <laughs> Otherwise, if this is all in my head, we have some serious questions to go and research. Oh, God. Emma is just going to be like, you don't watch any films, man. No, I think I may have gone too left field with this. <laughs> I bet you Dan knows it. I bet <laughs> you. Dan will be like, yeah, no, no. Is it because it's the right amount of trash? <laughs> okay, come on. Right. More clues. More clues. I'm if really You're out of clues. clues. Okay, we're at nearly 45 minutes. You're going to have to tell me. Is Space Troopers? Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know that's a real film. That's a real one. And I think I know, I think it might actually have Kurt Russell in it. <laughs> one sec. Um, mm. Again, it, it, it's one of those films where I don't know if it was made, because the CG in it for its time was relatively impressive, which means there must have been a sizable budget, but it felt like a parody of itself. No, it's not got Kurt Russell in it, but what it has got... Oh, it's got Neil Patrick Harris in it. No way. Yeah. I was I was about to say before I scrolled, like the first three people on Google look like they were actors that started in porn. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> and have now made their way to B-list movies. You know what I mean? Oh, um, I don't have to take my clothes off for this scene. I don't oh. have to. I don't have to take my clothes off to uh, to. I have seen this film. Yeah, I I have seen this film. It looks horrendous. Am I right with the meme quote of "I'm doing my part"? I think so because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's plenty of meme value in this film. What did you call it? Space Troopers. Starship Troopers, do you That's mean? the one. <laughs> Again, I'm not reading directly from my notes at the moment. 1997, so we were five. 97. Yeah. Why do I remember that It got film, a se- It got a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, though, and I guarantee you Dan will know that film. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> as far as I can throw them, which is pretty far. Which is... Because mm, you've got big arms now. No, they're long arms. It's like catapults. <laughs> I was going to make an Attack on Titan reference, but you won't get it. Why not? The great big ape thing that loves baseball and he throws the rocks at the city because he's got really long arms. Why wouldn't I get that? You haven't seen Attack on Titan. How do you know? Because you haven't. How do you know? Because now you're doubling down. (laughs) (laughs) You petty bitch. (laughs) Fine, fine. Fuck you. Um, Right. The first thing to ask on Google is, is Starship Troopers a good movie? (laughs) An entertaining satire... On military fascism and propaganda, it shows the absurdity and implications of military-obsessed society. Mm -hmm. So it is designed to be satirical. Yeah. Okay. Good-bad. Good-bad. It is good-bad. High school graduates who enlist in the military and end up going to war with a bug planet intent on destroying Earth. So it was Earth. Yeah. It got 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. I always think that reviews, I think I've said this to you before, like movie reviews, TV reviews and everything, I feel like are completely pointless because taste is subjective. Yes. Taste is... Absolutely. And when you're paid to then have that subjective thought read by others, I feel like it changes the narrative of what you're trying to portray. I can give you two examples as to why this is, the whole concept of critics is shocking. Sure. Jupiter Ascending. That was the one with Eddie Redmayne dressed in gold. Yep. And Channing Tatum. Yep. And Mila Kunis? Yeah. Meg from Family Guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And, wait, Jupiter Ascending. Yep. And Valerian City of a Thousand Planets. That was a weird one. Both 10 out of 10 movies for me, and both of them did really badly in box office and got terrible reviews. The and I am fucking obsessed with both of those films. Jupiter Ascending, I've seen more times than I can count. That one was a good one. Valerian, the City of a Thousand Pillows or whatever it's called. City um, of a Thousand Planets. It kind of went on for a little bit too long and seemed that it was more focused on the look and the feel and the vibe and the let's have some edgy actors in there rather than real and I plot. Don't... I don't hate that because it was gorgeous. Mm. Like, it was visually beautiful. Like, cast, makeup, um, costumes, CGI, everything. Gorgeous. But it's just two examples of where taste is subjective. Mm. Mortal Engines. Incredible, Mm. but did poorly. Mm. I made you read that book. I did not. (sighs) (laughs) I watched it. I watched the film because I can't read. <laughs> um, Mortal Engines, the movie, mm-hmm. was objectively terrible. Mm. Mm. 
I really enjoyed it because we were so hyped up about that. I swear I made you read the book. I'm positive I made you read the book because it, that's where you got so pumped about it. No. I feel like this is the whole Douglas Adams deal where you gave me the book, I kept it for six months and gave it back and was like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, to be fair, I actually understand Much like that. that comic book series. That yeah, but I, ha- I haven't lied to you about reading that. I just haven't read it. Um, but the thing with um, Douglas Adams. Yes. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a hard read. There's a reason I bought you the graphic novel of June for your birthday. is because I know that you are not going to be able to get through that book. And that's not bigging myself up. That's very much putting you down. Right? <laughs> I was going to say, to anyone else out of context, this would be really condescending and partially rude, but I actually really appreciate Really that. condescending. Um, really, really up myself. Mm. Which I can be sometimes. Because you read. Because I have ice. But <laughs> I bought you the graphic novel because I know there is no way in hell... I I nearly gave up on that book a few times, and it's out of my bracket, man. You, what's There's... that? What's that book with the elephant on it? Who's made of different things? Oh, the Elmer. Elmer, yeah, the patchwork you, elephant. Yeah, you've probably not get to the end of that book, and that's a scratch and sniff. No, <laughs> <laughs> you do not want a scratch and it's sniff. It's a touch and feel. Based on it, I read Kipper the dog. Kipper the big red dog. No, that's Clifford the big red dog. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay fine kipper got swole <laughs> oh do you know what you should read uh you probably did are you, you gonna make kids. another condescending kids book film kids book film okay <laughs> did you ever watch it on tv take the me. magic faraway tree by enid blyton no that oh. sounds like an acid trip we're taking this offline because I need to, I need to. I'm going to show you one of these episodes tonight. Look, anyway, we are. We're as a small child, in. I very much enjoyed the lady that flew around in the plane with the dog. <laughs> yeah, he's dead now, and I think the, she's dead. The now. dog, I, I'd imagine so. It's an old show, and that's true. On that absolute bombshell, um, we're going to end it there. I wonder if you can buy her plane. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Where's if eBay? Jake, oh, no, you've got my phone. <laughs> if uh, Jake doesn't have anything else on. Shut uh, your damn mouth. Well, actually, we're out next week. We can't do it next week. <laughs> oh, we are. We should do it on the road. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I don't think we're going to get this through the airport. No, definitely not. Um, but no, have a good week, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go see if I can buy that, buy that old I'm, woman's airplane. I need to show you the magic of the faraway tree. Oh, my God. We're going to have an absolute fucking field day. This character is going to be